I think I think we have the slide here now. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to show it from this position. It's okay. So you yes. can see the first yeah. slide. Do you see that slide? Yeah. Yeah. Euripides. Yeah, we're yeah. here. Euripides. Yeah. Good. So so I I just want you to know that just seawater itself not only <laughs> performs miracles all around the world, just used as seawater for for the third world, um, but they knew about seawater uh, thousands of years ago and it was pretty common, but I wanna teach you why there's something very special about it. This is the guy who discovered probably most of the stuff about seawater. He was a student of Darwin. And I wanna establish this event, which I'm calling my, my graphic artist version of the Big Bang. Okay, and the Big Bang is is as contested as it is supported. This is the creation of the physical universe from whatever consciousness, and it occurred about thirteen estimated thirteen point seven billion years ago. It's a good number to know that matter, etc., uh, was created. The first two things that are believed to have been created at the Big Bang was a proton and a neutron, okay? And that led, of course, to the various hot forms of hydrogen, et cetera, et cetera. And this, uh, of course, matter was flying throughout the universe. And at certain points of the universe, like in our Milky Way, uh, there, there were the the uh our solar system started to form around uh around a sun which had great gravitational attraction and our own earth was itself forming from the accumulation of everything asteroids comets you know things were just sticking together because of gravitation and there was total mass chaos but the one thing that i don't have trouble convincing or not convincing but getting this group to understand and that is the periodic table of the elements because that really is all there is these are the natural elements that made up the original universe it makes up everything except for energy and consciousness etc cetera, etc cetera. but but this is it that there's nothing else that makes stuff up besides this. And uh, it's quite a shock to most audiences that this is everything. You can make anything in the universe from a sun to a planet, to a virus, to a human being, uh, a new baby, just out of this stuff here. So, I, I want them to know how important this group of elements are of the periodic table. Um, so what happened on Earth is that about the Earth started to form. I said the Big Bang occurred 13.7 billion. And then about 5 billion years ago from today, the earth started to get uh, the earth started to form and a half a billion years after that 
and the earth was just a dry, hot, cooling mass of dirt and rock and the elements of the periodic table. But all of a sudden, the earth becomes a blue planet because it gets bombarded uniquely. No one understands this well. Uh, it becomes bombarded with about a hundred million years. It gets bombarded with comets and fragments that happen to have a lot of ice. And comets, I don't know if you know, one of our latest space probes went up. It, it, it failed ultimately because the battery failed, but it went up to confirm that a comet has a lot of ice associated with it. And there's a lot of water uh, in, in, in the universe. So the Earth was pretty much covered by about 4.2 billion years ago with something that is water. And the important takeaway is that that water starts dissolving the periodic table of the elements of which the Earth is composed. Okay, very simple, very pick, very, very simple to understand. And each of those elements has a unique solubility in water. And, and together it changes the picture also because one solubility affects the other. So that is something that so few people really comprehend about the geophysics of our planet. And then there was, because the, the, the planet was cooling and it had a, a hot molten core and was giving off a lot of heat, there was volcanic activity. So there were actually organic molecules forming from the elements and uh, producing vents and those gave off gases, et cetera, et cetera. And the first cellular life emerged shortly thereafter. And uh, it did require uh, methane and ammonia and hydrogen from the atmosphere. It was a, a, a messy thing, but it gave, as scientists would conclude, it gave uh, the first appearance of microorganisms about 3.8 billion years ago. So here is a timeline of evolution. On the right left-hand side is 5 billion years ago, and that's when Earth started to congeal and the gravity was pulling all the crap together. And on the right side is, is where we are today. But the takeaway here, uh, you, I can point out that about 4 billion years, water pretty much covers the Earth as it's dissolving the periodic table of the, 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 the planet. And, and then shortly thereafter, cellular life appears. But the takeaway is this blue rectangle. And uh, no doctor that I've spoken to for 16 years has ever realized that this is how life evolved or how we think it evolved. But all life evolved from the left-hand side of that blue rectangle to the time it left the ocean 
all life evolved in the ocean. Every species evolved in the ocean. Every one of the five kingdoms of life from that include, you know, everything from phytoplankton to virus to fungi to elephants to, to, to you know, a fern. Now, and here, here, here's the five kingdoms of life. And the species are within all of those, uh, those kingdoms. Now, this is profound. And I will tell you that I did, I, and, and I never knew how profound it was. I, I was educated in most of the sciences and engineering, but I felt stupid when I started to get into biology and how much I didn't realize. And, and I never realized, and no doctor has known this in any presentation in 16 years, that seawater's profound influence cannot be underestimated. It truly was life's architect because life started out as a single cell organism and ended up with 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 species leaving the, the the ocean for a terrestrial existence but this is this this code of life this list of characteristics all has to do with the fact that life evolved in seawater those are the rules there's 12 of them and probably there's some more that are more refined that involve you know, everything that from the biochemistry. <clears throat> so this was nature's first nourishment for life was, was, was seawater. And, and uh, it, it supported the formation of life and solely maintained its continuing nat natural evolution for nearly 3 billion years. It was just the ocean. So ask yourself, well, what is the ocean? Well, no doctor or attendee of any of my things have ever answered that. And the ocean, as obvious as it should be right now, is simply a solution, the only solution perhaps in the universe, uh, of, well, possibly uh, in the solar system of the periodic table of the elements. It contains all of them in very specific solubilities. So it's a very unique solution from which if you had enough, you could create anything and everything. So um, we're not gonna talk about the terrain. The terrain, um, became, the terrain is a term that describes the host. It, the terrain is the host of all things in a biological system. For instance, all the cells of our body uh, and organs, etc., are are kind of floating in the terrain. And the terrain is very much like seawater. In fact, in an ideal world, it would be a certain concentration 
of pure seawater, about 9,000 milligrams per liter of the periodic table of the elements hosts every cell and conducts all of the biochemistry. So 60%, 60 to 70% of us by weight now are functional fluids evolved from seawater. Now, once we, once man, once life left the sea, what was going to maintain this special solution of water? Well, then it was up to uh, the, 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 the terrain of the earth, the soil, the produce, etc., to maintain this composition of seawater within our bodies because we no longer were immersed in seawater. So 60%, 60 to 70% percent by weight. Now, if we look at what percent of the uh, of, of, of the animal species, what percent are water molecules? Not by weight, etc. What percent of the molecules that make up the body are water? And it turns out to be over 99%. So we're really a sack of water in the truest sense of the word. Now, Rene Cantone, this is what launched the entire realization of the significance of seawater in evolution and beyond, as we're going to learn. And he said the only way cellular life could leave the ocean was to take the ocean with it. And this is so true because your blood plasma, which is your terrain, which is what all the parts of your body are kind of floating in are is a an isotonic solution of seawater now is it if we were to test each one of you and see well how close is your blood plasma to seawater well everybody would fail perhaps except me because i drink seawater and um but it's supposed to be seawater you evolved in it you inherited it for three billion years and then you dropped it and now in modern life our diet which is supposed to make up for all of that chemistry it no longer is capable of doing it we have complete completely destroyed the agricultural, the organic, etc. So we no longer have an ocean. So let's say that if we were to test my my blood, if we were to test my blood the plasma, I would definitely have 78. I would definitely have 78 um, uh, uh, elements of the pierce of solid elements of the periodic table. Some are gases, so don't get confused there. <clears throat> the rest of us, the rest of you, and let's just say the whole audience, somewhere it's going to be probably between 15 
and 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 if if you have a great diet and maybe you eat seaweed and so on maybe you'll get 50 elements but you won't make it the complete seawater recipe so people who realized all this rachel carson and and i have really many on this thing but i i i, I haven't included all of them but all of the great physiologists and all of the great biologists of of, of history since the time of Rene Canton agree that uh, th that our, our our blood basically evolved from seawater. That was its contribution. Rene Canton realized this in 1897, and he took a bold step. He purified. Uh, I won't say purified, but let's say he he made the the seawater that he took from certain very very life rich zones called plankton blooms he thought that this approximated the primordial ocean um better than anything and he took this and he filtered it so it didn't have any uh, you know organism undesirable organisms and he in night by 1904 he took these vials, these glass vials of isotonic. Now, isotonic is about one, one less, a little more than one third of, uh, a little less than one third of, of natural seawater. And he transfused the whole blood and the blood. He, he tried the blood plasma first. And he took dogs, there were six dogs. This is all written up in, in a treatise by minute by minute. And he transfused the seawater and replaced the blood plasma with seawater. And the dogs survived and thrived. And then he took the boldest step of all in 1904 and he transfused. Now this is gonna to be tough for some of you. And when there's doctors in the audience, they, they, they fall over in their chair and you know, everything from accusing me of lying to to that, that's not possible. But he did, in fact, and it's been done a number of times, he replaced the whole blood of the animal, meaning he drained the blood out in every way possible and replaced the whole blood and replaced it with an isotonic solution of seawater. This is what changed the world and what made Rene Canton incredibly feared by the ever-present uh, pharmaceutical industry that was coming behind him. So here is really chemically, and we only can do a certain amount because there's, you know, there's 70 of these things. The primary electrolytes of extracellular fluid, which is the terrain of blood plasma, which is part of that terrain and original ketone isotonic are virtually identical. And that's the way nature arranged it. And this is that, that, that treatise in 1904 in which he describes this experiment. So this, this was very powerful impact upon the biological sciences and they used uh, this in malnutrition 
uh, early on, they realized there was something special about this and they did a lot of malnutrition things and, and, and various simple diseases early on. And then uh, in 1925, this had already been used, Kinzone, to treat uh, everything from cholera to typhoid to tuberculosis to syphilis to, to um, influenza. Uh, and probably the most amazing thing is that it, 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 it does not really, it does, it does not allow someone to have a birth defect, okay? If you can use this as a prenatal uh, nourishment, if a woman does this, it, it, it pretty much uh, eliminates the possibility of, of a birth defect. And this was done in this book, studies with hundreds and thousands of women who had sometimes during the days of the all those diseases, sometimes women had 10 to 12 babies to have one that survived or one that didn't have major birth defects. And this would eliminate this in like 98% of the women. Um, it, it really spread worldwide. And, and the book that some of you may know is the physician's desk reference. Every country has one. It tells you how to treat diseases. And I know it's the big, like encyclopedic. The one in Europe, uh, which is produced by France, the Dictionnaire Vidal, this was in this book. Uh, uh, at, at, it was referenced in this book called the Vidal, which is their physician's desk reference since 1914. And was deemed an official pharmaceutical medicine in 1934. Okay, this was both a good step and a bad step for something known as Kintone marine plasma. So we're not going to go through all of its capabilities. Uh, one of the it, it certainly is unparalleled in its ability to tr address health conditions, diseases, etc from a whole nother direction, which it has been, again, it, to, its, to, its, uh, to, to, to its fame and also to its detriment because it became one of the most feared things to the pharmaceutical industry. So it does all these things and, and it has to do with that it embraces this relationship between the periodic table of the elements in this very special solution that is manufactured by and in a plankton bloom. It's not just, you just don't take the elements of the periodic table and mix it in water and get this. This is done in something that is the largest bioreactor on our planet called the plankton bloom. And it's complex. It's not defined even yet. It's too complex. It has phyto and zooplankton in it. And these things all create this bioreactor that really is what generates both the energetic and the biochemical forces that are part of ketone. So, um, so it, it, each ampule, there are two kinds of ampules. I don't know if you guys see me on the camera. Okay. Do you? Yes. 
very tiny. Tiny, well, here, this will be right. tiny. Th 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 these are real ampules. These are glass ampules. They've been made since 1897. They're still made now. They're sold worldwide in very low key. Okay, we're going to change that. And this, the story of this is how did I find it? I'm my most recent occupation was as a water scientist. I was in Brazil doing research for the Brazilian government. I was in a remote area. I got uh, incredibly death-defying bacterial gastroenteritis. I needed to get the heck out to a hospital. It wasn't going to happen. And someone, this is a miracle, somebody, a simple guy, hands me this little pack. And he said, this is our doctor. Our carpenter did this. And he said, this is our doctor. You take this, this, this is going to help you. And I, I'm going, what is it? He said, it's, it's seawater, something made from the sea. And I'm going, you, are you really serious? Uh, so anyway, he was serious. And in, in literally less than 24 hours, I, I had been cured and this changed my life my career and and i've done this for the last 16 years i've spoken really more about quintone and certainly in english than anybody else but it has all these other things in it as you might guess it has so many organic molecules from this bioreactor that includes phytoplankton and zooplankton so it's infinitely complex and and i spend more time in the regular professional presentation than this and this is just, you guys already know this, that the soil our produce grows in cannot supply even a fraction of the, just the elements, not to mention the other, the other sophisticated chemicals, uh, biochemistry in, in, in Quintone. So here is, this is to, for audiences, to give them an idea. So your diet, you know, probably whether you even eat at Whole Foods or whatever, your diet pretty much has, and this is just an illustration, has a, 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 a curtailed periodic table. That's what your body is having to deal with. And it's striving to get more. And that many people like famous biologists say, this is why we have such a problem with chronic disease and that the increase in chronic disease since two, since 1900 mirrors the decrease in the periodic table in, 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 in our food. So here's the reason why people as a nutritional supplement might take ketone because it simply gives you all the elements in the simplest and cheap, probably cheapest way. So everything, Everything in the body requires all the elements. There's nothing left out. Everything is used. I mean, at least they know from research that you need at least 64 elements. And the other ones are so troublesome to, to resolve and what their functions are. Uh, the two guys who were the geniuses of this, they just stopped at 64 and said, listen, you need all of them. So... Um, 
let's see it's taken from a plankton bloom that's very much like this even though this isn't the one that it's taken from it's taken from a plankton bloom that's about a hundred kilometers uh from the coasts of spain and france uh it is the purest seawater i have ever seen an analysis of it's it's quite magical but the thing that keeps it so pure is the bioreactor itself it's self-cleansing it's self-fortifying it's an amazing oceanographic phenomenon and when laboratoires canton goes to extract water from this plankton bloom which they and this plankton bloom here oh it's probably that's probably maybe 50, 60 miles in diameter, but they go to ones that are hundreds of miles or kilometers in diameter. When they go there, they are actually directed. It's very complicated by an oceanographic institute. These plankton blooms are meticulously monitored by satellite, buoy, boat. You have to have a license to enter them, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of story that goes with it. This is what raw seawater would look like under a microscope. All these organisms would be there and all kinds of little chemical things, etc. So, uh, you know, I usually talk a lot about this. It's, it's not worth it. But these things are removed, just so you know. N- not that anything would happen, but these things are removed. It's part of the necessary process because this is a medicine and it is being, uh, it has to be, it doesn't have to be to consume it but it is used for so many purposes, including IV, uh, IV special IV for, for one's blood serum. So it has to be sterile and apyrogenic, meaning it doesn't have any pyrogen in it. This is kind of the cycle that goes on. So the this minerals and trace elements that are dissolved in the water are interact with organic molecules that are part of the whole plankton bloom bioreactor. And then the phytoplankton adds its thing to it. The zooplankton adds its thing to it. And in the end, you get this stuff that you filter and this performs quite magical things for the last 125 years. This is the facility. It is located, it is an ultra modern pharmaceutical facility uh, that has every every certification known to the pharmaceutical world because it's being used for pharmaceutical applications. And this is um, in Alicante, Spain. And of course, one of the first things I did as a water expert, I'm going, you know, because everybody asks, well, isn't the sea polluted? Well, you know, not true and it's true and it's not true so they do quality control and you can imagine what quality control you have to do to make an injectable substance okay because it can be taken orally it can be taken nasally it can be taken hygienically it can be taken rectally and it can be taken by iv not legally in the united states by iv by the way (laughs) so this is these are these are carboys of of seawater that has been already filtered and it's going into into the building to be processed and it goes only through glass piping 
etc., etc. A very sophisticated uh, plant and facility, and everything is done in in the, the highest class of clean room, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we won't spend a lot of time. It has no contraindications. A child, you can take this from birth, literally. No, you can take it from fetal to death. Uh, and, and there's no contraindications. This is what you evolved in. This is the most compatible substance known to your body. Uh, many applications, it will, uh, you know, I'm not, since we're probably censored already, this has been listed for uh, for treating more than 150 pathologies and we're never allowed to sell a book that lists those pathologies so it can do all this incredible stuff and the isotonic the one that is the like the blood plasma the one i'm holding up now this in just 10 minutes will shift somebody from sympathetic to parasympathetic so has these uh, other very neat neat features in its biochemistry um we we this is this is from uh, uh from a talk i gave in uh in in malaysia and this is a muslim woman who lived with this skin disease and and we had administered this to her and in two weeks this had changed her life some another another case there there are thousands of these cases in which just see water so we're we're really at the end of the line here and i always remind people because it's not something that's talked about <clears throat> but if you know someone who is uh, desiring to be pregnant i cannot tell you what i've experienced in the last 16 years with women who have taken Kintone during the prenatal period and from the beginning to end, it, it'd be great even if it's taken preconception, it'd be great if both the man and the woman took it preconception. But this is every single one of the hundreds upon hundreds that have done this here in America would would show up at an event and say this was the greatest baby experience i've had in my life and the result proves uh everything that that renee cantone predicted about this so um there's even a book about how this is used with babies etc etc so if there's any questions that's all she wrote today i'm happy to answer I have a question. <laughs> oh, is that the recent mother? <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, I you know how much talk there is about uh, if someone has high blood pressure not to take salt. Oh, of course. And yeah, and I imagine that this would help with high blood pressure as well. Well, no, it's it not is... that it helps. Actually, it, it's that the high blood, the hypertension thing is. We actually have to, even though the hypertonic, which has 3.5 times more sodium in it than the isotonic. With isotonic, you, you can drink it like a beer, okay? It won't change your blood pressure. 
but the isotonic and, and the hypertonic, because it contains the other elements, also won't change your blood pressure. But because the FDA has a law that if you have a certain amount of sodium, blah, 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 in something you're taking, we have to say this could cause hypertension if you took four or more of them. So, but it, as, a, as a cure for hypertension, you would take the isotonic. And, and I, I'm, I'm erasing the word cure right now because <laughs> yeah. I can't use that word. It is. Did you guys learn anything? Oh yeah. Yes, Beautiful. it's amazing because um, I have heard from another French scientist. He said something like, um, "We a cell doesn't get older. A cell gets older older only by starvation because a cell doesn't get the minerals which it needs." Correct. And and. and and, and there, there was a, uh, uh, in 1912, the Nobel Prize winner uh, uh, of biology did a, 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 a test on, uh, on, on um, heart cells of chickens. Heart cells of chickens. Who knows that? How did that? Heart cells of chickens. And, and he kept the heart cells. These are not cells that are like, people write these phantasmagorical stories like it's a heart, a chicken heart that stays beating, but it's nothing like that. It's just cells in a Petri dish. But he, yes. kept, them, he kept them lasting for over 27 20 years. years. Yes. So, and, 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 and his secret, his secret, was simply the flushing and rinsing the cells periodically with ketone isotonic. It was that simple. So simple. So anyway, I mean, this is this is the greatest, in my opinion, uh, single nutrient that anyone can take. I don't think you have to necessarily. It, if, if if you lived in, I don't know, a, a, a pure little island off of Fiji, I probably would say just get together with a fisherman who knows where like some plankton is growing and, and, and have him bring you a couple of quarts a week and just drink it like that. I think you'd get a lot of mileage out of it as if you had bought this. Okay. Now, that's just consuming. This has a lot more purpose medically because you can inject it and so on. People add things to this and, and put it in the body. But but just seawater, if you're in a remote area in a beautiful place, in a beautiful ocean, drink seawater. I, <clears throat> I have a question. And it's, um, you say the plankton, it's taken from a place where the plankton. Yeah, both, there's phyto and zooplankton. Right, but what I what I saw there was a vortex. And well, a vortex has certain certain energetic properties. Oh, oh yeah, I mean, I didn't even go into that. I mean, this okay, was okay, very, okay. yeah, the vortex, 
the vortex has the energetic quality. I should have mentioned that since you're on, you're here. Thanks. <laughs> so you know it. So it has two functions. One is the energetic, subtle energies that it imparts in the fluid. And number two, it also has the function in oceanography called upwelling. And upwelling is where it sucks the minerals that have <clears throat> come out of solution are on the bottom of the ocean and it sucks them up and brings them into the bioreactor. Right, right. And, and, and I mean, just the vortex in itself can bring in a whole other aspect to it of, of making it a very special type of water. Totally. So I just wanted totally. to get that in there. If yeah, you that could saw be another podcast. what I have, if you saw what I have seen over the last 16 years of what this does to people who d have health conditions, it is like, wow. I mean, it's the greatest thing I've ever been involved with. And, and, and it's just gone, it's, it's gone worldwide now. I'm happy to have imparted my energy to it. And soon, next year, I, I am proposing that we come out with a product that might be called the same product nothing changed but rebranded as skin baby because so many women are having problems having babies these days in every way and this this really in in this is involved everything miscarriage uh fertility etc this influences the body more than anything when it comes to having a baby so uh it, you know women have to be taught about this simple stuff to how it can help them avoid problems in childbirth. So, okay. oh, I have a question from uh, Carl. Are you, you, you going to have your... a baby? <laughs> yes, I'm going to have a baby. This is my baby. <laughs> what we're doing is my baby. <laughs> but I have a question for uh, here. This is from a viewer, uh, Robert. So would I need not need my vitamins anymore? Or oh my I God! A lot of no, no, no. This is not vitamins. There, there's there are there are very exotic. Uh, I get you could call them vitamins, but most of them are phytochemicals. Uh, you know, even there's even natural antibiotic in in ketone. But no, this doesn't. This is not vitamins A, B any of that. This is strictly for the periodic table, the complete periodic table in its special solubilities. And this is the basis of your entire fluid terrain in the body. And that terrain, if that terrain is not balanced, something is not working. And, and it could easily or more quickly lead to a health condition. So this is just the periodic table of the elements, minerals and trace elements only. And Robert, uh, someone wants to know about the dosing, please. The dosing is, um, remember when I said Remember when I said that there's uh, 150 health conditions 
that this has been connected with, okay? I have to be very careful here, okay? This is a disliked, this is disliked by every pharmaceutical company, by every FDA, etc. And, and uh, it, it, I mean, we've even had it shut down from importation into the United States. Uh, it's, it's crazy what this has done in, in 115, 125 years. But uh, it, it is a very complex substance that can deal with many things like 150 separate health conditions. So each thing, uh, you might use the isotonic version for one thing, and you might use the hypertonic version for another thing. Now, in terms of quantity, uh, let's just take daily use. If you were not in good health and you were working on something, probably one to two ampules of isotonic is called for. This is where the less is more, even though this isn't as strong a quantity as minerals and trace elements as the hypertonic, it accesses and balances the biological terrain or your extracellular fluid more quickly. So this would be the one if you're not well. If you are well, everything is working well, you have an active lifestyle, then you need more minerals and trace elements, and that's when you use the hypertonic. We are not permitted to publish any book about this product, okay? Guidelines, anything in, in America, okay? And it's an amazing thing to, to, to witness this head on, but it is true. Uh, and we've been called out for it uh, more, on more than one occasion. Well, thank you very much. Um, so we will wrap it up and we are very thankful to, for you, Robert, and to all of everyone here, because you know everyone sacrifices their time from all over the world. And, for, to and all I thank you all for thank you attending. Very yeah, what a good and, group. Uh, I'll, I'll meet this group. I'll meet this group anytime. <laughs> Thank you, Robert. Thank, Thank you, Robert. guys. Thank you. And so if you have other questions, just reach out and email me or, or just make some comments there on the Facebook and then we'll get back to you. Okay. So take it easy. Have a good time and jo be joyful and uh, just have fun. Take care. Thank you. No, Grace has come, but we are still alive. <laughs> <laughs> we are still alive and Grace has come. That's brilliant. So good to uh, see you, Carl. Oh, yeah, thanks. Good to button. see you guys again. Yeah. All right, guys, I'm tapping out. out. Sorry. Bye, Steve. Yeah, I'm going to tap yeah. out in a minute, too. That was a long one. Yeah, it was a long <laughs> one. Yeah. How are you guys well, doing? We're doing good. Yes. We miss you. I'm in Montana now. Montana. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's great. 